The sermon from St. John's Evangelical Lutheran Church of Hancock, Minnesota, a member of the Wells, preached on November 23, 2011, based on Psalm 136, verse 1. Please stand. Grace and peace to you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. The word from God through which the Holy Spirit stirs thanksgiving in our hearts is Psalm 136, verse 1. O give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endures forever. This is the word of our Lord. Please be seated. Dear friends in Christ, fellow saints, washed clean in the blood of our risen Savior. You know the words of the text quite well, don't you? We often use them to give thanks at mealtimes. And in fact, that final phrase, for his mercy endures forever, is the theme for the entire psalm. Yes, all of Psalm 136. Each one of the 26 verses of that psalm ends with that refrain, for his mercy endures forever. And so tonight, let's think about that refrain, in in particular, one of the words in that refrain. Let's focus on that word, mercy. Now, as you well know, when God gave these words to the psalmist to write, he didn't give them English words. He gave the psalmist the Hebrew words. And that Hebrew word that we're focusing on here is chesed. It's a word that translators have struggled with as how to best express it in English. Traditionally, we've translated it as mercy. More recently, others have suggested loving kindness, steadfast love, faithful love, grace, or a similar word. But maybe the best way for us to grasp the Lord's chesed is to... Think of a picture here. Go back to the days of the ancient East when emperors ruled supreme. Their every word was law. Their courts were filled with the richness of wealth and color, the extravagance of gold and bedazzled with jewels. Fragrance filled the air and all the commerce and business of the empire could take place right there in the royal court. Now this emperor goes out from his palace, out into the desert. He heads towards this squalid encampment. As he approaches, the stench of filth and decay tweak his nose. The best this camp has to offer are the indigent and the diseased. But most of them there have gravitated because they are charlatans, rogues, thieves, even cutthroats. Now, what would such an emperor be doing going to such a camp? Why would he go there except to exterminate this vermin from his land? But no, no, he's going there because of his chesed, his mercy. And moved by his chesed, his mercy, his loving kindness, he calls out to them and says, Come, be my people. Be my family, my children, my heirs. Come live with me under my care, under my protection. This is my promise, my free gift to you. 
Yes, what chesed, what mercy, what loving kindness is in that gracious invitation. And if you think about that, isn't that exactly what the Lord actually did when he brought his people out of slavery in Egypt? Think of the ten plagues and the parting of the Red Sea, how those clearly show that he is the mighty emperor who stretched out his arm to take these slave people, these unworthy, these undeserving, lowly people to be his very own. What chesed, loving kindness and mercy. In fact, the whole Old Testament is a factual account of the Lord's chesed, his mercy. And yet what we've said so far pales compared to the mercy the Lord has shown to you and to me. The glorious Son himself exchanged his splendor for the cross. He rescued us from that slavery to sin and Satan. He rescued us who were born as his rebels, how worthless and undeserving we were, but yet he rescued us. What chesed, grace, and mercy. And unlike an earthly emperor whose mercy at best will last a lifetime, the Lord's mercy His chesed endures forever. For he is the Lord. He is the eternal I am. He does not change. He does not fail. He keeps his promises. For he is the Lord. And so his mercy endures forever. What great mercy comes from the Lord our God? That's the sermon theme here tonight. Think about that as we meditate on these words from Psalm 136, what great mercy comes from the Lord our God. And because of that mercy, because of his mercy, remember his goodness, that's part one, and proclaim your thankfulness, part two. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. God is good. That is one of those basic principles hardwired into us. God is good. But just because that is a self-evident axiom doesn't mean that we shouldn't ponder it, cherish it, rejoice in it. What comes to your mind when you ponder the goodness of the Lord your God? And maybe here another picture can help us out. Look at the Thanksgiving decorations on the altar. In particular, look at the cornucopias. See how they are filled with good things, the bounty of the harvest, the sustenance for another year, apples, corn, wheat. And if you take note, they're not only filled, they're overflowing. Such bounty, such goodness. Yes, dear friends, such is the bounty of the goodness of the Lord of our God. Our God. It overflows. For it flows from his great mercy. It flows blessing us with the bounty of his goodness. Remember his goodness. The goodness that flows from his mercy. And later this week, take your Bibles and open up to Psalm 136. The psalm that starts with that verse that we are thinking about here tonight. And read all 26 verses. For you see, 
as the psalm goes on, it gives us concrete examples of the Lord's goodness. His goodness created the world, the sky and earth, the land and sea, the sun, moon, and stars. His goodness rescued Israel out of Egypt through the waters of the Red Sea, delivering them as he drowned Pharaoh's army. His goodness brought them through the desert and protected them from kings that stood in their way, kings like Og, king of Bashan, and Sion, king of the Amorites. The Lord's goodness protected and took care of his people. And likewise, that same goodness has been shown to you and to me, hasn't it? From the bounty of his creation, the Lord has provided what we needed this past year. From his good, in, in his goodness, the Lord has rescued us through the waters of baptism, washing away our sins, delivering us from the devil, drowning our sinful nature. His goodness has taken care of us through the desert of this life, protecting your faith against enemies more powerful than any kings of ancient times, protecting your faith from false belief, despair, and other great and shameful things, sins. Yes, remember his goodness. And that goodness, that goodness that flows from his mercy just wasn't what he has already done for us, is it? His goodness overflows just like those cornucopias. His goodness continues day after day, moment after moment for you and for me. The same one who created us still preserves us richly and daily. He who redeemed us with his holy precious blood continues to reign over us through his word and sacraments so that we live under him in his kingdom. And he who sanctified us and brought us into his holy Christian church continues to keep you in the one true faith. Yes, his bountiful goodness flowing from his mercy continues day after day. Remember his goodness. The goodness of the Lord your God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. The goodness that flows from his great mercy. Yes. Great mercy. And so, as we contemplate that mercy that gives us such good things, the psalm calls on us to give thanks to the Lord our God. And when we contemplate and remember his goodness, how can we not overflow with thankfulness? Now, this thankfulness is not simply mumbled words that leave a person wondering what was actually said. And thanksgiving is not a practice politeness that leaves in doubt what was actually, or that, that leaves in doubt whether there was any warmth behind that thank you or not. Those are the kind of thank yous that you might expect from a child who gets a, a shirt and tie for Christmas instead of the BMX dirt bike he's been waiting for. The Lord our God has given you and me the greatest gifts of all. We summarize them already back in part one. We ponder them every time we say the Apostles' Creed. 
How can thanksgiving not burst forth from the depths of our heart like a geyser spouting up out of the earth for all to see? Yes, dear friends, proclaim your thankfulness. For you see, thanksgiving is a public action. Thankfulness is like that geyser spouting up for all to see. It's praise. It's praise that sounds out for all to hear proclaiming the good things the Lord's mercy has done. Thanksgiving sounds out as we publicly gather here as the body of Christ. Thanksgiving sounds out as by the way you live your life in the world out there where others see, as you show them the kindness, mercy, and love that comes from the Lord your God. Thanksgiving sounds out Uh, uh, through your words, as you make it clear that your hope and joy, your happiness and peace are all centered in Jesus Christ, your Savior. For without our words, how can others know the reason for the hope that we have? Thanksgiving cannot help but declare the wonderful things the Lord our God has done for us. Christ has died for us, he has risen from the dead, and he is coming again in glory for us. What great things our God has done. Proclaim your thankfulness. Now, I realize, because I struggle with the same thing here, I realize that we don't always feel thankful, do we? We see what others have, and we feel neglected. We look at our troubles or difficulties and we feel rejected. Self-pity, disappointed dreams, perceived unfairness, and many other things all work together to try to plug up that thankfulness from springing from us. But dear friends, dear Christians, remember where we started here tonight. We call the Lord's chesed, his mercy. He who is greater than any emperor came for you and me who were worse than any encampment of vermin and villains. What great mercy comes from the Lord, our God. Be confident that nothing Nothing in this life, not even death itself, can stop that mercy. For his mercy, his chesed, endures forever. As you listen to his gracious call, his invitation, as you take to heart his words of mercy, as you follow him faithfully through the desert of this life to his heavenly palace, count on his mercy. For his mercy endures forever. Remember his goodness. Proclaim your thankfulness. For what great mercy comes from the Lord our God. Amen. Please stand. The peace of God that surpasses all understanding will keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.